0: Nice. And welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Um, Ariana Grande said it best 34 plus 35. Uh, Episode 69. It's going to be a great one. Uh, Mike and I are going to double team this podcast like we've never seen before. Um, Mike, are you good? Boy, no, I'm great. I'm, I'm just, I'm just introducing the show. I don't know why you're, <laughs> why you're all excited and laughing. It's kind of throwing me off. I'm not gonna are lie. We
1: still, are we still in college or what?
0: <laughs> I, I, have, I, don't know what to talk
1: about. Go right ahead, Matt. How are you? Oh, I am fabulous, man. You know, uh, things are great. I mean, we're, we're still chugging along with these episodes. We're one away from the big seven zero. We pass Medicaid the age. Our podcast can now apply for Medicaid now, I think. it's. I always get that confused. Medicaid, Medicare. It's when you're 65 and older you can apply for. I think it's Medicaid because you're age 65. That's how yes. I remember that. So Social Security's still going great, you know. Um, <laughs> but anywho, let's jump into today's podcast, Matt. Matt, I know we've been so excited with new technology that has been coming out you know things have helped us things have assisted us let's take for instance our you know podcast itself would not have been possible if it was done remotely through video conferencing app facts they want to sponsor us they certainly can they know what we're using um but matt pets pets seem to get a little bit of the shaft a little bit end of the stick the short end of the stick believe it or not um, when it comes to them benefiting from technology. I mean, Matt, I think the only thing that was probably super beneficial was probably uh, that almost, I want to say, piece of tech that is their food bowl, and at times when they dump the bowl, like when they refill the bowl and whatnot. Yes. Do you remember seeing that?
0: Yeah, I do. That's that's clutch.
1: So, Matt, I don't know if you've... Uh, do you, have you ever had cats before?
0: Never, no. we never had we, cats. We, we are not a cat family.
1: Uh, okay, that's okay. Tomato, tomato. People, people like cats, people like dogs, people like both. Some people just don't like humans. Yep. But anywho, Matt, you've always probably wanted to know, especially with dogs, how the heck can we know if they're happy, or if they're in pain, or if they're, in, or if they're sad?
0: That's, that's the saddest thing about owning a pet, is you just never know.
1: And you have to basically take... Not their word, but you basically have to use your own judgment moving forward, whatever the heck happens to your your pets. But, Matt, a Calgary, Alberta animal health technology company, (laughs) funny, sylvester.ai, that's the name of the company. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Has developed an app called Tably that uses the phone's camera to tell whether or not a cat is feeling pain.
0: How is is that even possible?
1: Well, the app looks at ear and head position, eye narrowing, muzzle tension, and how whiskers change to detect stress. A 2019 study published in peer-reviewed journal Scientific Reports found that the so-called quote, feline grimace scale, or FGS, well, you learn something new every day, FGS, it's not BTS, uh, is a valid and reliable tool for acute pain assessment in cats. So basically, it helps human cat owners know if their cat is in pain or not.
0: It's interesting. Uh, I never really thought this would be possible, but I guess this would be kind of cool. Well, I, it is kind of cool and, and helpful for cat owners because I think everyone thinks that cats are grumpy 99.9% of the time. Maybe they're just in pain 99.9% of the time. Maybe they're very stressed out. Maybe, maybe the owner threw away their pickle toy because they chewed it up, and then they're very sad about that. Who knows? r.i.p grumpy cat yeah r.i.p r.i.p so
1: as we're probably wondering how is this going to benefit everybody here well of course it benefits the the owner of said cat or feline friend or kitten um but this app could help young veterinarians uh it you know, this person, Dr. Liz Ruel of the Wild Rose Cat Clinic in Calgary, said that I love working with cats, have always grown up with cats. For other colleagues, new grads who maybe not had quite so much experience, it can be daunting to know, is your patient painful? Is your patient painful? Is your patient in pain? They misquoted her. But Matt, I, I think if, if you are a veterinarian, this is where I have a little confusion here with that quote. If you're a veterinarian, shouldn't you've already had somewhat of an interest in animals?
0: Uh great point, phenomenal point. Yeah, that's like saying a doctor doesn't really want to save your life. <laughs> That'd be concerning. Probably don't want to go to that doctor. If a vet doesn't really like animals. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to choose that veterinarian. Um, that yeah yeah that's a phenomenal point. So so this is this
1: is where it gets weirder, Matt. So Snapchat. We have the cat filter. Yes. Isn't it weird? We're kind of doing a reverse filter on a cat now with the mm.
0: phone. Yeah, that is freaky. That's like some, uh, what's the one upside down? Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> twilight zone.
1: Oh yeah. That's like said, twilight zone <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> Could have made a stranger, stranger things reference, but you didn't. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, this is, that is very weird. It's like Snapchat just got reversed. For cats. It's freaky to think about.
1: Yet this app cannot help out the movie Cats. That's just an abomination to begin with anyway.
0: That's true. And also why don't they have this for dogs?
1: You know, I think this will probably expand more into the the animal category itself. I mean, who knows? We may be able to tell if lizards are, are in pain by the time that it develops in years to go. Um, but what it does to wrap up, um, an app that learns patterns from images of cat faces can be helpful, but cat owners should also look at their pet's whole body, including the tail for clues about well wellbeing. Um, this was quoted by Alice Porter from British animal charity, the RSPCA. Uh, I guess that's a similar SPCA um, for those who know. And the arms of an angel. I was time. really low on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, They were quoted, cats that are worried or scared will hold their tail really tight and tense to them. And then aside from that, there's also just thinking about their behavior in terms of are they eating, drinking, toileting, sleeping like they usually do. Matt, again, shouldn't you already know these these clues? But, you know, like we said, like, we use our best judgment to find out if our animal is sick or in pain. So... Aren't you just wasting more time with the fact that you're trying to use an app to figure out if cats in pain, and how accurate is it too?
0: Probably. Also, accuracy is a good point. My other thing is, if it's measuring like ear position and all that stuff, what if it's just a fat cat? Yo, there's some big there's, some, there's some some chunky cats <laughs> out there. Uh, What does that get taken into consideration? I'd like to know these things. Who knows? Who knows? The world may never know. And speaking of
2: who. Matt, yes. it is
1: now time to return to playing a game. I love Matt, games. I feel, like, I feel like I haven't played a game with you in a while on this podcast.
0: I was thinking about that today. I was like, huh, I wonder where we're going to play a game next, because it just hasn't it has been a long time.
1: <laughs> As the music starts playing. Now, Matt, this gets interesting, because this type of game show is called Who Tweeted?
0: so it's a oh.
1: combination of the both here okay Good sir i see um, what we're doing matt this isn't sports related this is a bunch of celebrities uh, at one point in their twitter account tweeted a very interesting tweet uh it is multiple choice um there is eight tweets that i'm gonna read to you one at a time obviously there are four multiple choices per each um and matt they're weird let me tell you
0: so it's not sport related does that mean ray allen is not on here
1: Ray Allen is unfortunately not on here, okay. just by the judge. Right. It, it is a bunch of singers, actors, actresses, uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs, okay. born in 1964.
0: Okay. All right. Just, <laughs> just as long as I know, I don't even have to be prepared for the Ray Allen tweet.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Matt. Here's the first one. The tweet. Saturday
2: night, going check out Avatar. Not
1: the movie. That's what I call my wife's ass. Is it Kanye mm. West? John Stamos? Howie Mandel? Or Robert Downey
0: Jr.? Definitely not Harry Mandel. Big germaphobe. This sounds like Kanye. Final answer. You are incorrect. It is actually Howie Mandel. No shot is <laughs> Harry Mandel. He's <laughs> is like Howie the Mandel. biggest germ. You're not allowed to like shake. If you sneeze in the room with Harry Mandel, he like kicks you out. Maybe, maybe he sanitizes. Let's not get into that. No, pass.
1: <laughs> I'm going to opt pass. out of that discussion. <laughs> All right, Matt, next one. Got in yeterday. So Y-E-A-T-E-R-D-A-Y. I'm assuming it's yesterday. Got in yeterday. Split a full tub of pasta on the floor. Stupid, stupid, stupid boy-smelly pasta house. Is it Liam Payne? Harry Styles, Kanye West, or Niall Horan.
0: What the hell was that tweet?
1: (laughs) I I, uh, got in yesterday, split a full, and it's funny, they say full with like a bunch of L's, but there's an exclamation point at the end. It says, tub of pasta on the floor, stupid, 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 boy smelly pasta house.
0: Kanye, final answer.
1: You're wrong. It's Liam Payne. <laughs> God.
0: Those. Oh, my gosh. why? Well, that's a hell of a tweet. I mean, <laughs> how many beers? Wondering.
1: Next one, Matt. Can anyone see me? And the C is actually the letter C, not S-E-E. Okay. Is it Joe Jonas, Cher, Doja Cat,
2: or Martha Stewart? I have a feeling this is Joe
0: Jonas' final answer
1: it's incorrect it's actually share
0: damn <laughs> i'm off to a rough start
1: yeah. next one matt be quiet silica gel can't you see i'm starving now matt that silica gel that or the silica gel is those like little bead bags that you usually get like when you purchase things like technology yep. wise or whatnot okay okay is it like lee l-y-k-k-e lee
2: never heard of him before Thorm York,
1: Hosier, or Luke Hemmings? Those aren't real people. Ho- I think it's Hosier. I, I actually mispronounced ah. it. What, Take me to church. Yep. Okay. Worship like-
0: I'm going to go with him. Final answer.
1: I gave it away. You are correct. It's, it's Hosier.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Those are the three people do not exist. They just don't. <laughs>
1: All right, Matt. This next one you might get. Hello, Holland. I have a friend named Tom Holland. Is it Chris Harrison, Zendaya, Demi Lovato,
2: or Chris Pratt? Be careful with this one.
0: So, he, uh, see, I think you just tricked me. Because the last one, you kind of gave it away, so now this one you're trying to have me not guess Chris Pratt. Because I have a friend named Tom Holland. That's gonna
2: make me go with Zendaya. Final answer.
1: <laughs> You're a loser. You should have picked Chris Pratt. I hate you. <laughs> the reason why I said that is because Zendaya you gave away like, the last one. No, Zendaya and Tom Holland have been like it's it's Tom Dea. They were a couple. Like oh, they I did know that. Out. Yeah, that's why I said be careful on this one. I know that. Chris, uh, apparent, yeah, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland like. I don't want to call them the two best of friends, but usually when you see them in a the publicity stunt, like, they're always there, so. In
0: Marvel together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know there used to be a thing. I, I wasn't caught up on my E! News.
1: <laughs> Sorry I didn't bring it to you. <laughs> All right, Matt, another one. Slap on some diapers. Is it Rihanna, Alicia Keys, Kesha, or Pink?
0: Mm, tough one. Um, don't know if Kesha's a mom. Slap on some diapers. My gut is between Alicia Keys and pink, so I am going to go with Alicia Keys' final answer. That's incorrect.
1: It's actually Rihanna.
0: Was it really? Under Mm. my umbrella. (laughs) Damn.
1: All right, here we go. I think this is the last one. Nope, a couple more. Oh, this the next two. From poop water to poop perfume. I'm amazed by the innovation that's underway in the field of sanitation. Is it Elon Musk, Jeffrey Bezos, Bill Gates,
2: or John Oliver? Does Bill Gates have a Twitter
0: account? He does. Interesting. Um, that feels like an Elon Musk tweet, so I'm going to go Elon Musk.
1: Ah, Dude, if only you knew... Bill Gates actually made Jimmy Fallon drink poop water that was sanitized. It's Bill Gates. I did not know that. Damn. Yeah.
0: I really. I would have bet money that Bill Gates didn't even have a Twitter account.
1: (laughs) It is literally a picture of him smelling poop, (laughs) smelling sanitation almost. All right, Matt. Last one. Let's do it. Here I come. Quack 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 quack. Dot dot dot. Duck ducks ducks ducks. Dot dot dot. (laughs) Woohoo! Is it Justin Bieber? Luke Hemmings James McAvoy James McAvoy McAvoy? or Liam Payne McAvoy or Liam Payne
2: um Bieber's Canadian so I'm gonna go this is tough I'm gonna say
0: Bieber final answer
1: you are correct it is Jay Biebs
0: don't ask me how the Canadian part gave it away (laughs)
1: well matt i i took this test myself i only got two correct too so okay that makes me feel better uh you've rounded up it is two out of eight score you scored better than 39 percent of all other quiz takers
0: oh that's pretty tough quiz but it was fun
1: apparently we're both twitter toddlers you're not the best at guessing whose tweets are from but you'll get them next time
0: jerks i mean yeah to be fair those first two tweets easily could have came from kanye Oh, yeah. Easily.
1: (laughs) We've seen Kanye tweet a lot of different crap. It's a little interesting.
0: He's, He's a character.
1: Very interesting character. All right, Matt. Time for the final topic of today in the first half of episode 69, the first six, then the nine. Here we are. Matt, full time employee, my friend. Congratulations. Thank you. How's it been?
0: It's been the same. Oh. You good.
1: Yeah, I yeah, just, just dropped my, my coaster. Oh, my coaster stuck to my I thought cup. you spilled the beer. <laughs> nope, I'm okay. It's not beer, it's actually soda.
0: Oh, okay, road soda. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been fine. I basically am still doing the same stuff I've been, just now with a different title. So it's it's been nice.
1: Now now you I mean you you are in a unique field where you do not work Monday through Friday from nine to five. In most cases. Not not
0: every week. Correct? Not every week. Right. A lot of 12-hour days. Right. Yep. So,
1: Matt, for those who work five days a week, people are now starting to think that maybe a four-day work week is actually the way that it should go. I'd love to have a discussion based on this. So let me lay out the the news for you. This was by BuzzFeed. Participants in a four-year study in Iceland got the answer, that question, just got to answer that question for real from 2015 to 2019 2500 people roughly 1% of Iceland's population shifted from a traditional full-time 5-day work week schedule to 35 or 36-hour 4-day weeks with reduction in pay with no reduction in pay the trial included a wide variety of professions outside of office workers including daycare staff hospital workers and police the result Productivity either increased or stayed about the same across the board. Employees reported less burnout, and employers were happy with the results too. One manager quoted in the report said, For me, it is a gift from the heavens. Wow. And, and a report by the Association for Democracy and Sustainability and the Think Tank Autonomy says that as of now, 86% of Iceland's population has already either made the switch to this shorter schedule, or has gained the right to negotiate for a shorter week? That's awesome. What's the United States doing, Matt?
0: I don't know. It's a great question. People are starting to ask. Um, I feel like, it, not that it makes, well, it does make sense. I don't know. Like, five-day work weeks do drag on. And there's days where you're busy, and there's a lot of days that you're not. So if you make it a four-day work week, one, people are going to work harder because they only have four days to get their stuff done. And two, I think they'll enjoy coming to work more because they'll have an extra day off every week that they don't have to be in work.
1: You know, I've I've noticed, Matt, just depending, and, and this isn't obviously like what I'm compared to like work now, but just in the past, when you're given a shorter amount of time, you actually produce more work because you have to prioritize more of your tasks and objectives. So instead of having that full five-day week, that's one extra, that's one day taken out. And in most cases, like for some, some people, I mean, I've, I've done it before. I mean, I feel like I don't do it now because I always carry everything over to the next week. You kind of tie loose ends on Friday. Like yes. Fridays meant to tie loose ends. Mondays just just get back in the groove of it. Really, in reality, you are only working three days out of, out of the five: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. If you think about it, that's when you are actually like head deep into like new projects, working on projects, finishing up projects. Monday and Fridays are just kind of like a. Mm.
0: Mon- I feel like Mondays you are catching up on emails you got over the weekend and planning on the projects for the week, and then Friday making sure you have everything done for the week. And then maybe starting the prep next week. But you're right. Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are like the big, not big, work days. And I'm not saying I don't work hard Monday through Monday and Fridays. I work hard. I think I work hard all every day. Yeah. But, it, like, the, you're right. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're like, th- it's nitty gritty. Like, you're getting into it because you know you got to get the stuff done for the week.
1: Agreed. And even that, like, I'm just trying to, like, formulate because
2: it, it, it made me
1: think a little bit, like, even with Monday, like today, today was a catch-up for me. Like, today I had to get some emails, plan ahead for the rest of the next couple weeks. I mean, you know, I kind of try to stay one week ahead at times, but I, I think Iceland is on something here. I mean, look at, you know, this isn't from a personal perspective, but, like, look at people when they work from home. Now, companies are deciding that they should continue a work from home policy. Twitter just said, absolutely. Here's Twitter again, our favorite app. Twitter app said, you can work for as long as for the rest of your life working from home, from Twitter. And then you have these people that are trying to strong arm these people, like Facebook. Facebook's trying to, or, or Apple, it's Apple. Apple's trying to strong arm their employees and coming back. But then this union's fighting back and saying, like, we're doing the same amount of work, we're accomplishing the same tasks. And you know, I think this this could be a little bit more incentivizing too. What if a yeah. company ends up what if a company ends up saying, "Oh, we only do four day weeks How incentivizing is that to you as a potential employee to apply for a job in that field
0: yeah, it's very incentivizing because you get three day weekends like who doesn't love a three day weekend um yeah, would you probably get less vacation time maybe, but if you're only working four days a week, you don't need all that vacation time um for the working from home as long as you get your job done and you're performing well who cares where you work from right like if you work from home if you if you if you work like i don't know if you have like a job that's all online like go to the beach if you have access on the beach do your job on the beach like who cares where you are if you're in the office it doesn't really matter and for companies like if their employees are able to be productive and work well from home Guess how much money you're going to save not having to have an office space. Like if you just provide them with like the technology they need, that's pretty sweet. Like that's a sweet deal for for both sides. And electricity too. How much you're saving on electricity? Yes, a- a- everything. <laughs> at, I at mean, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, printers, uh, paper, staples, post-it notes, pens. All this stuff adds up, and it just. Yeah, I understand that's what we've done forever. But just because we've done it forever, it doesn't mean it's right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, we're running into this whole traditional work. Like, you know, you worked Monday through, you know, they always say the Monday through Friday, the nine to five. But really, in reality, are people working from a traditional nine to five if you're actually that passionate about your job?
0: Not really. I check my emails at night. Do I enjoy it? No, but when I get a notification, it's hard for me to not open that email and see what it's about. Especially when I send Matt a 2 a.m. up email. <laughs> well, I, I always make sure that one's on. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, people, like I said, people are going to work harder if it's four-day weeks. You'll be able to, to wean out the workers that don't work hard because it'll be very easy to say, hey, we're working four days a week, you got to work hard. If they don't, you cut them, bring someone in that does, productivity goes up even more.
1: You're right, Matt. That, that's, that's actually a really good point. Just, just the simple fact that you're giving a shorter time frame which then is quicker deadlines like by your monday your monday you need to be catching up from the weekend but also starting your projects on that monday because you do not have an extra day i feel like traditionally we run into that day where you just have a day where you're just catching up and you have a day where you're tying loose ends and getting ready for the weekend like there's no excuse for that and i and i think that's what showed in Iceland, study based on that and i think they're making the right decision now would i say that would i would i be work like let's just say my workplace four day week would i take that friday i think i would likely take the friday but i feel like i would still work part of that like i would technically get again the tying the loose ends thing like making sure you're ready for the week because you want to prioritize your focus that monday through thursday those important projects and objectives that you need to complete. Whereas, like Friday, I'm like, oh, getting back to an email that I couldn't get back to during the work week because of the tighter deadlines for that.
0: Right. And I don't think people would do that every Friday. Like, there's going to be sometimes you're going to want a three day week, or maybe you take off a Thursday and you have a four day weekend, whatever. Uh, but yes, I think companies would say if you guys want to come in for a few hours on a Friday, if you work in the office, go ahead. If you want to work from home for a little bit on Friday, go ahead. Um, now, obviously, if you get paid by the hour, probably not going to do that. But if your salary, that's a nice incentive to have of saying, hey, on Fridays, if you want to work for a little bit, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. Um, I had two other thoughts. It would suck if you, like, take off a whole week, like, vacation time the whole week and coming back and you only have four days to catch up. That yeah. would get tough. But tough. you'd be able to adjust. Uh, and also, it'd be good for the economy. <laughs> it would. I mean, if people have more time, more free time, they're gonna go out and spend more money. Um, maybe invest in a vacation home.
1: Maybe. But here, here's the worry, Matt. So let's just say four-day four, four day work weeks get implemented. What is that gonna do for the economy? Like, let's say a shop says, eh, we're gonna do four days a week, too, because everyone else is doing
0: it. I mean, yes, but that's up to the shop. I, mean, I, I feel like most places would probably stay open now that they know. Like, how many people... Like, for example, at my work, sometimes people have to come pick up things. Yeah. If they have off on Fridays. Now, granted, if the other place has off Fridays, too. But you can arrange... Maybe you have half the office have off this Friday. The other half has off next Friday. You work things out. Like, people will have more time to do more things.
1: I, I, have a, I have one final thought to wrap up. Okay. The work week,
2: besides higher ed, I feel like elementary and middle school should be only a four day week too. Um,
0: I don't know about that. <laughs> Are you sure about that? I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not quite sure because. And here, here's my thought behind
1: it, Matt. Again, we're taking a look at productivity and all these things, if you can have those students focused for those four days, I feel like you'd get more motivation to get out of them, especially in high school, too, for the upcoming weeks of four-day weeks instead of a full five-day week. Like, See, and when you go, like, sorry, when you go to school on a Friday, it's like, yeah, it's Friday. Like We don't have to worry about anything. And then there's that one teacher that's like, we're taking a test on Friday. And it's like,
0: ah! My only problem is that's just going to move to Thursday. They're going to say the same thing by Thursday. I feel like high school, middle school, elementary school kids, I don't think they would adjust to it as well as, like, grown adults. I think, that, and, and and especially, like, how much material you get crammed in in high school, it'd be a lot to cram it in in, in,
1: yeah.
0: a, in a, one day, less a week.
1: Well, maybe, maybe it's more evaluation. Like, I, I, I have a whole thing about education, which I will say for another topic for another day, but...
0: Matt, so, I like, no this... tests on Fridays is what you're saying?
1: Nah, it's a, it's a lot more outside of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's more than just the, the days of the week. It's a lot more within the educational system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, that's that perks of higher ed. But we're going to, it's Friday, everybody, if you're listening for the first day. So, Friday. Friday. It's not, your day's not off. But um, yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break when we come back. Matt's got the sports. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash business to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Hey guys, it's Mike again, but unfortunately on an editor's note, Matt's XLR cord was giving him a little trouble during his sports half of the show. Uh, We are taking care of it. We are ordering new ones, um, but you may hear some feedback during this part of the show. We do apologize for that, but we appreciate your patience and understanding when we get the new equipment.
0: Okay, let's slide into the sports topics we have for you all today. Mike, breaking news. Breaking news! Oh, I saw it. Sorry. Yep. No, you're good. Uh, Mavs guard star player Luka Doncic, a five-year, two hundred and seven million dollar extension. Probably well deserved. Supermax. Yeah, got the supermax. Um, This was a smart move. Dallas had to do it. I mean, there's nothing. There's really nothing else you can say other than that.
1: The next Dirk. Maybe. As far as like loyalty to. For the Mavs.
0: Yes. Right. And also both foreign, pl- foreign players. Dirk yes. from Germany, um, Luca from Slovenia. Yes, sir. Uh, other basketball news Mike, against all odds, Team USA, men's and women's. Well, we all knew the women's were going to win gold. But uh, USA men's basketball team comes home with the gold, beating France. In the finals, coming back from 15 down against Australia in the semifinals. I don't know how they did it.
1: Poor the Lobos, everybody. Poor the Lobos. Because obviously LeBron didn't participate, so obviously his tequila has to. Right, did but you- did you see what he did? <laughs> no, what'd he do?
0: So, like, eight hours after they won gold medals, he retweet, he quote-tweeted a tweet that was, like, highlights of him against, like... Slovenia in like a FIBA basketball tournament, going eleven from eleven from the field. It oh, was yeah. okay, so perfectly LeBron. Like you couldn't you couldn't script it any better.
1: <laughs> See, Matt, this this USA win here. I and, and this is this this might possibly be a hot take. Um, just the fact that we thought, like, yes, like you. I, I'm I'm assuming you were saying sarcastically, like against all odds, like USA basketball came back.
0: Yes, and no cuz yes they were no. they were bad for a They were
1: trash. They were. Right. We said it a couple of weeks ago that they were trash. But just having it's not an olympic story. Like it's not somebody where it's like Ubekistan's 34-year-old gymnast. Like it is not uh, I the young skater who won skateboarding gold from United States. Like it it, it wasn't a story you know that that was I don't want to say a miracle on ice, but that—that's what I'm thinking of. Like the fact that oh my gosh, they came like they beat so and so. Like it, they just beat France again after they got their asses handed to them in the first round. It's just it was better scouting.
0: <laughs> I, I think you're right. Like we all joked, like they might not win a medal, but like I still expected them to win gold because we're yeah. it's the USA basketball team. Like that's what they should do. Um. It was neat watching the games because, obviously, there's international rules different from the NBA rules. Not so much. Mm-mm. <laughs> Moving on. So, the NBA uh, NBA official Twitter handle announced that beginning with the Summer League and effective for the 2021-22 season, game officials will enforce the playing rules in a manner that reduces the incentive for offensive players to use non-basketball moves to draw fouls. And they released it a seven-part thread of the rule changes. And bravo, NBA. We're going to run through them. Mike, I think we can all agree these are fantastic. These
1: are, these are really good. I, especially, I. you know, NBA official is, is obviously like the league office and officiating rules for clarifications. Underrated Twitter account as far as like a side sub brand for like cuz i I, agree. I actually like there's times when there's calls that come up and then it's like oh yeah well there should have been this but like they admit it and directly and and immediately which is cool but matt
0: go ahead uh yeah i agree the only thing i think they do weird is the last two minute report because i don't understand why you would admit you got a call wrong that part seems odd to me but i digress let's move on so Uh, four major rule changes, and what's cool is they also provided video evidence as to like what is and isn't a foul. Uh, so the first one, uh, well, it goes on to say, uh, non-basketball moves used by offensive players to initiate contact with defenders will include when, the first one, the shooter launches or leans into a defender at an abnormal angle. This was by far the most annoying rule. Jump when you jump when you shoot in practice you jump straight up when you when you're in a game and you jump sideways into a defender to try to shoot why did they even call these fouls to begin with it makes no sense
1: it makes it it makes a huge difference especially for the defender a defender can actually properly defend and block a shot without having to worry about getting a stupid foul because that's all it is it is a stupid foul that and it's not and everybody looks at it like oh my gosh why were you jumping you were jumping to try to block the fricking ball. I, and you're going to tell me that me actually jumping to block and not a direct contact way, like actually jumping towards the person and not having a safe spot to land. It, I'm playing defense and I'm playing good defense because they tried shooting and then they have literally last resort lean into me and draw foul from that. So I, I was so happy when I saw that first one. I'm like, Yes, get rid of that.
0: (laughs) And you're right, because especially, like, if you're going straight at the guy, like, that's what you're supposed to do is go put a hand in your face. You shouldn't have to worry about the defender, who's probably just trying not to get a shot blocked, jumping into you. Like, that that should never be a thing. Right. The second one, the offensive player abruptly abruptly veers off his path, sideways or backwards, into a defender. Pretty much the same as rule one, just, like, moving in different directions.
1: Off-ball movement.
0: Right. The third one, and I, I'm glad for this one. The shooter kicks his leg or up to the side at an abnormal angle.
1: Again, like you said, you should land both feet down unless you're off balance. But even that, you shooting, <laughs> there, there's nobody in this entire league, this league, that shoots with their legs kicked out. No one. No. One. There's nobody. Why, do no. You, why try to do it to cause a foul?
0: and it's stupid because it's a bigger risk of like injury like kicking your leg out you're just trying to get yourself hurt injury for both the defender and yourself so yes
1: it, it's a possibility of both of you
0: yeah because if you think about it um they added that defensive rule that you have to let the shooter land like you can't get underneath yep. his feet so if you stick your leg out and jump down you could like roll your ankle <laughs> on the defender The defender could hurt himself too it makes no sense
1: poor james harden
0: yeah, and Draymond Green. <laughs> Draymond. Uh, yeah, honestly, this whole rule changes. Well, let me get let me yeah, say the on. last one, and then and then we'll get into who it affects. Uh, the last one: the offensive player's off arm hooks the defender, often in the process of attempting a shot in a non-basketball manner. So, for those at home that don't quite know um what uh, chris paul was very guilty of this all the time he would take the basketball from his right hand swoop it like he's going to the left side of his body but hook the defender's arm and then act like he's trying to shoot chris paul was phenomenal at this um and he got a foul called every single time a lot of guys did this and it was the most annoying thing ever because they would call a shooting foul or sometimes they would call it the regular foul but Defender's just got his arm there. Like, if Defender's yeah. got his arm in legal guarding position, just because the offensive player moves his arm to hit it doesn't mean it's a foul on the Defender.
1: Yeah, I I agree, Matt. I mean, it's gamesmanship. Like, you know, I mean, put it this way. I mean, I, and I've said this weeks, I said this podcasts early. Dwayne Wade is probably by far the best shot faker ever to draw a foul the proper way. But sometimes... He kind of kind of drew that line now in in terms of officiating with the new rules, but I I think you're gonna start to see better ball playing. Um, I feel like I'm a little upset because over the back calls are a ton that happen in NBA playoff, especially the freaking playoffs this year, and yeah. especially the finals. There's too many over the back calls that were not called. Um, yeah, yeah that should have been changed. Uh, I do like what i saw with fiba rules that you if the ball's not actually going in the net you can actually (laughs) whack it like i saw draymond green do it i'm like wait what and and then the announcer's like that's perfectly legal in olympics i'm like what
0: (laughs) i love fiba rules i think the NBA should adopt a lot of them Uh, they're really good the way they call fouls not just shooting fouls but like regular fouls they let them play be more aggressive um my two things we'll yep. get into players that really are gonna have to change their game um why did they just have to announce this after the season we were talking about this the whole season make these changes in the middle of the season yeah. like if you know it's a problem address it don't just let a whole season go by and let it happen like address it when it happens i don't understand why they had to wait so long
1: are you, are you aware mr sports guy if if they've ever made a, a, a change mid you don't have to you don't have to know right away
0: so not like a change like this but Detriment. what'll what will happen is um I, I know i've heard a lot of podcasts of yeah. former players that say this so teams will complain to the league that let's say let's say the Suns. yeah so the the Suns and monty williams james jones the gm will go to the league and say devin booker's not getting the fouls that other guys are getting and they'll provide video evidence and then what happens is the league relays this to the officials and then the officials going into a game will maybe give Devin Burker some more calls. That's what happened with the whole Tim Donahue situation. That's why yeah. he had that inside information of, I think it was the finals when the Lakers were, were playing the Nets or something like that. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were complaining Shaq wasn't getting a lot of calls. So Donahue was refereeing that game, got the, th- the notification from the league like, hey, be on the look for this. And then Donahue... Did his thing. That's why he's not an official anymore.
1: See that turns to bar. It almost turns to. I don't want to say bargaining, but that turns to really bad bias. Like it, yes, it, it, that it's challenging. That's yes. Mm, I don't like that.
0: that. that. That's <laughs> probably the only thing they've done. I don't think they've made rule changes like this before. Um. So players. This affects James Harden, obviously. Uh, Chris Paul, obviously. Um. The only one I could think of off the top of my head is Trey Young. Because this is like 75% of Trayon's game.
1: Steph Curry, too.
0: He's guilty of it. Here's one of the video examples that that they posted. That's why I said it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think uh, mostly guards are like shooters. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it's... The guards and shooters have a little bit more... I guess, free play when it comes to, to, to calls like this, whereas more so forwards and, and big guys, you're, I mean, you're more so just going for the brute force of a foul call instead of a tricky call like this happening. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy. I am happy with these changes. They just, they need a little bit more, I don't want to say butter, but they need a little bit more validity with their play calling. Because I saw the finals and and I I, I call it from an uh, uh, like an an officiating standpoint. Like I think I was sharing with you that whole night with Devin Booker getting nine fouls that night. Like it, it's kind of ridiculous, and I'm hoping that there's there's at least the what do you call it? Consistency. The reality of it, the consistency and the reality of it. You could be consistently bad. You could be consistently good. You cannot be inconsistent. That anything with officiating
0: i agree um so shout out the nba shout out usa basketball shout out new sons center javel mcgee who is a gold medalist and a three-time champion uh he is also the first son mother combo to win gold the Same seems no mother really yep because oh. his mother is still alive in case anyone was wondering did you see that clip
1: uh i did not actually yeah Very so
0: javel no uh, JaVale was announced as a late addition to Team USA and was doing a press conference over Zoom. And the reporter asked, uh, JaVale, I, I can't remember, is your mom still with us? And JaVale was like, is my mom alive? <laughs> yeah, my mom's alive. That's a weird question to ask, man. Like, who the hell asked that yeah. question?
1: Oh, That's... yeah. Now I remember that. Oh, yeah. my God. Very <laughs>
0: bizarre. Very bizarre. So, Very bizarre. so shout That's out odd. to him. How bizarre indeed. Uh, another bizarre scenario, moving on to the NFL, Mike, believe it or not, NFL training camp is here. Uh, NFL preseason is here. Um, and this is always the time of year where some players maybe aren't too happy with their contracts, maybe looking for a little more money or a little more loyalty from the team. Uh, we saw Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, got like a $240 million contract, got like $150 million guaranteed, which is crazy. And then you have players like Dolphins cornerback, Xavier Howard, who was threatening, not really threatening, but he was kind of threatening, threatening the Dolphins that if they did not trade him or give him a new contract, he was going to sit out. Wasn't going to practice, wasn't going to play, everything like that, which is not uncommon to see, especially in the NFL. A lot of guys do this, but I wanted to see your thoughts on players sitting out or requesting a trade in this scenario over a contract salary? And before you give your answer, I will say Howard is back with the team. They restructured his deal. Um, He might be a free agent after this season now, but he is back with the team now. But your thoughts on a holdout, as they can also get fined for holding out over a new salary contract?
2: Well, I mean, it goes
1: without saying that if someone's threatening to sit out, if you really have the team not I don't want to say built around you, but like let's just say Xavier and Howard, like the Dolphins were expecting to build a team around Xavier Howard. You could probably admit the coaching staff's probably be like, all right, whatever, fine. Sit out <laughs> We don't care. Like <laughs> I mean if they weren't as good. Um you know, I think players are using their skill as as a marketability and, and negotiation because you know to me i I think and and let's just all be real here NFL players nBA players MLB players they get paid ridiculous amounts of money they do. when it comes when it comes towards anything contracts uh brand deals, all this crap so what was do you remember what his original contract standing was, Xavier howard's?
0: I'm gonna Google it because I'm yeah. pretty sure he was just drafted by the Dolphins. So
1: so let me just let me just a ten million dollar contract. I know that's very low <laughs> in some scenarios, but a, a ten million dollar contract, let's say I had to set a set of skill and I wanted it's like a raise. You're not gonna ask if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year, you're not gonna ask to, for a for a thirty thousand dollar raise after literally not playing the season. Um you know, it's it's a shot in the dark for the Dolphins. Like, do we keep them happy or do we just risk them not, like, doing anything with them? Um, yeah, I I don't like it, to me, in my own opinion. I mean, unless they've been working year after year, coming up with, not realities, but coming up with outputs and and goals and achieving them. Yeah, I could see that. It's negotiation. But outright... Drafted and all of a sudden just restructures a contract because he's not getting enough. It's, it's immature. That's the best way to put it.
0: Um, I agree and disagree. So Xavier Howard was drafted by the Dolphins, a second round pick, uh, in 2016. So this was okay. his going to be his first real contract that he could negotiate. Okay. To any money he wanted, and. Being a second-round draft pick is a lot less money than being a first-round draft pick. Right. So, in this scenario, I can kind of understand it. Um, let me pull up the stats that I had from him. Um, where were they? He's... He's... Uh, he led the interception, led the NFL with 10 interceptions and 20 passes defended last season. Uh, was named first-team All-Pro. Um... He since coming into the league in 2016 has 22 interceptions and 55 passes defended, um, and only one cornerback, Ravens cornerback Marcus Peters, has more interceptions during that time. So since he got drafted four years ago, five years ago, he has been playing like one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and is the reason the Dolphins have a pretty good defense right now. So in this scenario, I understand it. What I don't understand is Aaron Rodgers maybe isn't the best example of this because he hates the Packers. (laughs) But when a player signs, let's say gets drafted by, I'll pick Randy, the Titans. Let's say he jumps ship and goes to the Bengals. If he starts playing better than his contract then, if he then decides he wants to sit out. Because you chose that salary, you chose to go to that team. You signed the contract. Right. That scenario I wouldn't really agree with it. Uh the Steelers right now TJ Watt, their star defensive player, best defensive player they have. He is not sitting out. He might be sitting out actually for a new contract. Again, got drafted in 2017, looking for a new contract. He's been one of the best defensive players in the league. I I understand that.
2: Right.
0: Um so I think there's a fine line to be drawn on being greedy and wanting to make sure you're getting paid what you should. Like if it's if it's your first contract that you're trying to negotiate after your rookie deal, I get it. If you're a veteran and you're trying to look for more money, I don't understand that.
1: But all in all, everyone gets paid a ridiculous amount of money to be <laughs> to be a professional
0: sports player. Rookies not so much. Um but yes, they do. And I get uh, do do professional athletes get paid way too much money? Yes. However, these sports organizations and leagues make billions. They, they, can't, they, can, they, they can't afford to pay them less because there'd be so many lawsuits of right, you guys are making millions. How come I'm only making like 20 grand a year? Yeah. So it's unfortunate. Yes. But again, it is no, what it right. is. You're right. Yes. Final topic today. Uh, Mike, it's something that came out a while ago that we have not yet discussed. <clears throat> Excuse Tickling me. my throat. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, The Cleveland, well, currently known as the Cleveland Indians, going to be formally known as the Cleveland Indians, changing
2: their name to the Cleveland Guardians. Thoughts on the new name?
1: I'm okay with the name. I'm not okay with when it's changed. Uh, Explain that. To me... If you're changing, so there there is a reason why they are changing the name. We all know right. that we th- that's the elephant in the room that that we don't need to go into a huge discussion about. Yep. I I loved how much of a quote stink they made of it, and then I see this video and like I'm seeing it shared, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they changed the name, and I'm typing Cleveland Guardians in Twitter, and it's not showing up. <laughs> like you make the announcement, and it's not. It's not changed. It's still there. So while the elephant in the room is still there, you make this big ordeal that you're changing your name to the Cleveland Guardians, and yet you're still sticking with the Cleveland Indians right now. That's the thing I don't like.
0: Yeah, I like, we all, they said they were changing their name. So why not just wait till after the season and change your name? Like the Washington football team announced after this coming season, they're going to change their name. They didn't say, Hey, we're going to be the Washington Red Tails, <clears throat> and then still be called the Washington football team this season. Like, once you right. announce you're going to change your name, change your name. Right. Makes no sense. Uh, did you, Have you seen the logos?
1: Uh, it's a G, big red G.
0: They're disgusting.
1: Yeah, I... Bad... Okay, bad...
0: Look it up. Yeah, if you can look it up. Um, Very bad. A lot of people weren't a fan of the name Guardians. However... Uh there's statues in Cleveland, like big statues, that are called, are are called the Guardians. So that makes a little bit more sense. But the logos, I mean, it looks like someone made it on word art.
1: <laughs> I'm already seeing I'm already seeing uh Drax, uh Star Lord gamora and all of them coming together for the first day it's guardians of the galaxy
0: <laughs> it would have despite copyright but it would have been funny if they called themselves the guardians of cleveland the guardians of cleveland <laughs> that would have been awesome um but yeah overall i don't really think i have an opinion on it because they're still not called the guardians
1: yeah i i do i do like the intention i just don't like how it was presented the fact that you're waiting, you're, you announced it, but you haven't changed it yet. You're going to change it after the season. You should have. You should have just announced it at the end of the season.
0: And my my big thing when you do a rebrand, do a full rebrand. Like right. change your colors. They didn't change the colors. They didn't change the colors. Change, change the font. The the word Guardians looks exactly like the word does now for the Indians. Change it up. Like do something. If you're going to rebrand. Rebrand. It's really right. not that hard. Like this is, it's it's trash in my opinion. I know I just said it, I, I didn't have an opinion on it. I do now. It's trash.
1: That's okay. And I'm actually seeing these guardians that are that are at the bridge. Those are pretty cool.
0: They're badass. Uh, yeah. You know,
1: I I'd be I'd be scared if I was on the bus like a high school team come through and there's two guardians that you pass by or like oh
0: yeah you there, don't want to pass those by. guardians in a dark no. alley. Not at all. Uh, that concludes the sports topics we have for you all today. It is time. For down in the dumps. I believe I went first last week for the inaugural. last week's end segment. Yes, I did. So I'll let you go first this time.
1: All right. Well, Matt, my first one, and I'll throw it back to you for your first. Do you how many do you have? Two, one. I don't. Seven, I,
0: I I don't 20. know. I have a few. Okay. You can just go through yours first.
1: Uh, well, so it's a two-parter, but technically I'm going to combine it into one. I've been having, like, not issues, but, like, straight up just, like, a hard time with my apartment lately. Um, So, the first thing is I usually have one of those air fresheners that kind of has this nice orange peel smell to it, Matt. I think you remember smelling it a little bit visiting. Um, So, I I relocated it because I had to relocate a bunch of electrical things, um, technology-wise, from one side to the other and i have it at one outlet and it's the one outlet that has two 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 inputs one is controlled by a light switch the other is controlled as is when you plug it in i've had my air freshener in the plug let's say maybe about a month now and just didn't realize that i plugged in the one where i need to turn on the light switch hmm so it hasn't been used mm. at all. That's tough. That's unfortunate. <laughs> and of course, like, I, you know, I'm thinking of myself. I'm like, it does it on its own. I don't have to worry about it. And nope, it's, uh, it was there. So once I switched on the other outlet, you could smell fresh flowers and frolicking in the fields.
0: <laughs> you know, I, uh, I can relate to that. Because I currently just looked at my battery percentage of my laptop, and I am at 12% because oh. I forgot to switch, flip my Switch. So, before oh, this uh, yeah, podcast... Let talk, yeah, yeah, let me
1: talk you about You next one. Yeah, okay, Matt. Bye, Matt. I hope you find your charger. Um, all right, guys. While Please we sit. got this podcast... What, Matt? What? What? What's going on, Matt? Headphones unplugged. I can't hear you. Oh. Well, are, aren't you going to get your charger? Okay, we're back, oh. Hi, everybody. Oh. oh. Darn, we were going to take over the world, Matt, without you. <laughs> uh, another thing was, can you hear me, Matt? Another thing was, I actually relocated uh, my security camera to a different part of the, the apartment. Not going to explain where. The fact, I was like, okay, I need to, to hammer a few things. I can't find my hammer. I remember having this hammer for years now, and I'm thinking to myself, where the hell is this hammer that I have? It's just, uh, you know what I used, Matt? What? I used my <laughs> bottle opener that, that, like, is three pounds. Cause it, it looks it was heavy. A small, it was a small hammer. Like, it was
0: a small hammer, but, yeah. just a smart idea. Hey, well, you, you really, you can use anything as a hammer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If, but if, you if probably
0: should find that at some point.
1: Yeah, I don't. I really don't know where it is, Matt. I really don't. And then the last thing. I, I, was great, I was grateful enough that I received a, a gift from uh, a family uh, just because of, I'd say, good deeds and whatnot. Um, I helped somebody change their tire in the car in the middle of the winter. They got in an accident, changed their tire. Um, I got a $25 gift card, so I thought to myself, oh, okay, I'm going to just buy an Amazon gift card so I have a $25 gift card of Amazon. I, I've had this card now for about a month now in my, po- in my quote, pocket in my digital wallet. I have yet to find use to buy any Amazon Mm. products. And you know me, Matt. You know how easy it is for me to get Amazon products because I know something out there that's like, oh, yeah, I can definitely get this. True. I've been in the drought, man. I I don't Mm.
0: know. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, uh, uh, gift cards are fantastic. I love getting Mm -hmm. gift cards. But, yeah, it is weird because when you have it, you're like, all right, well, I don't really need anything. So, like, what do I use it on? And then you feel weird not weird, but you feel bad that you haven't used it? Because you want to say, like, Same hey, use your gift card, I got this. But, like, you don't really have to use it. But the good thing is, with Amazon, you know at some point you're going to use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the good thing. It's not Definitely. like you got a gift card to, like, Macy's. You, yeah. If you don't shop at Macy's, like, what do you do with the gift card Macy's kind of deal?
1: You know what's... You know what the hardest gift card is? Visa. No, actually... If- Uh, i got a visa Visa gift card and i turned into an amazon card that's what i did (laughs) movie cards yeah movie theater cards yep because it's not only you have to figure out you know obviously to see if it's eligible because there's only some movie theaters that you can go to for the purchase with the gift card yep but then you also have to plan out what the heck type of movie you want to see to use the gift card
0: and there's not always a movie you want to see no there's not <laughs> yeah yeah that's true they are the worst
1: those those are the most challenging ones in my opinion
0: i i would agree i think that's i think that's uh is that all yeah that's okay. it all right um i don't did I, I don't know if i mentioned this mentioned this to you at the top of the show i believe i did um it is 90 degrees all week. And my air conditioner in my car just decided. You know what? I'm not going to work this week. Did you
1: black out or something?
0: <laughs> I almost did. No, meaning like before we started. Did
1: you like black yes. out? Because yeah. I you literally told me that you're like, oh, that's another that's a thing for down in the dumps. <laughs> yes.
0: No, I literally I probably did black out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it blows a little bit, but uh, I was hotter in my car than I was when I parked outside in the garage and stepped outside of my car. And now also. Isn't it? it is and now i'm gonna have to pay for it to get fixed thank god i'm full-time now uh and speaking of that i love being full-time happy to be full-time but when everyone says what are you most excited about you know what i tell them (laughs) (laughs) you know what i tell them when i'm what i'm most excited about now I'm full-time that i can put it in for a 401k (laughs) you know what that means i'm getting old (laughs) like no one's i'm not excited about having a bigger salary or job security no i'm excited that i can put into my 401k which means i'm just getting old and i'm gonna die soon
1: matt you want to know something more that i actually heard from uh jenna's sister margo this past weekend what we've been out of college now for three years
0: i don't like that three
1: full years and she said that, and I thought to myself, I'm like, no, Margo. I'm like, one, two. I'm like, oh, my God, three years?
0: <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy. That's that's nuts. Um, and then my final one, the Yankees can't stop getting COVID. And they're, like, Rizzo almost Ray. all fully vaccinated. Yeah, Rizzo, Sanchez, Garrett Cole. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: We just never can remain healthy, no matter what way shape or no. form. they're
0: hot though. Yanks are hot. They are uh, five and a half out of the division and they're two and a half games behind Boston.
1: I do, I do have to say and I give a shout out to Steve Reed because the Phillies are first place after quite a, quite a phenomenal performance uh, for a Mets sweep.
0: Yeah, um, The Phillies the are hot. The Eight in a row hot. as of Monday. Very hot. Yep, fighting Um, Also, we should probably talk uh, As of yesterday Of this release Field of Dreams game Yankees-White yes. Sox in Iowa That field looks freaking awesome It does The prices, I think there's only like 8,000 people Like seats or something like that uh, There's not a seat that's less than $1,000 um, But That would be one where it would be worth
1: hmm.
0: Like it would totally be worth Paying the money to go to that
1: Part of history, too, if you think about it.
0: Uh, did you see the uniforms they're wearing?
1: Uh, lightly. Google like, them. Yankees, Yankees are kind of like a light, like retro, like Babe Ruth would wear yes. type of deal.
0: They're very uh, nice. The White Sox ones are phenomenal.
1: I think I saw the White Sox one. I, um, like the
0: pinstripe thing? Yeah. Oh, that yeah! Was so awesome.
1: This is... This reminds me of MVP Baseball 2005. And able yes. to With the retro jerseys. And, yeah. And these are the retro jerseys.
0: <laughs> They're so awesome. That game's going to be sick.
1: Yeah. That'll be exciting. That'll be really cool. Anything else, Matt, down in the dumps?
0: I, th- I hope not. Yeah. I really
2: hope not. Okay. All right.
1: Well, I'm glad we aired out our grievances in today's podcast of episode 69. Next, nice. um, Can you do a
0: quick finish? <laughs>
1: You missed Ba-dum-bum. my joke. You missed my joke at the uh, when you were talking about your your car wasn't blowing blowing air. Like it was only blowing a little and I was and I was like frustrating, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of bonks in this episode. Bonks. Yeah.
1: If there's any other show to get canceled on, it's this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. Sponsorships. Maybe we'll get more, who knows.
0: Roman swipes. Roman <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man well that concludes another episode of the funny business podcast thank you so much for listening this far if you haven't tuned out us already or you're just about to get to your destination uh hopefully you arrive safely and in, in one piece uh make sure you follow us on our social media you can find all of our social media at solo.to funny business uh, one big announcement we are so close we twitch by the way if that's what the cool kids say now we live stream um we are almost to affiliate so what that means is we might actually get we might have the opportunity to be able to be paid to play video games and i I don't know about you matt even if it's like two bucks like we're literally we're we're just playing video games we're crying out loud but um yeah could you imagine every month we get one free lunch because we stream yeah
0: (laughs) that'd be um, insane
1: so we're we're 45 followers at the moment at the last time that i checked we need 50 um and then we also need f- at least an average of three viewers within our stream so if you have the time uh we'd love to have you there we will talk to you you can talk about anybody from take it down to the dumps we're pretty active in the chat when talk about anything to, you want really really because we need it <laughs> Um, you can find that twitch.tv slash funnybusinessen uh, E-N like E is an echo And then N um, Nancy Nancy uh, Matt Advice I feel like it's been a while since we said advice But we haven't because it's just It's been a while since we've recorded
0: <laughs> Yeah um, This advice is To be honest I, I, I didn't prepare advice <laughs> But uh, this advice is just for one person only just drop the album, Kanye. Just drop just it. Drop the album. Just <laughs> do it. Like I, that's another down in the dumps. I've cared so. I, people have been complaining so much about Kanye dropping the album. I now check like twice a day to see if he dropped the album, and I don't even listen to Kanye all the time. So just drop the album. Just do it. I've been listening to
1: his uh, his his uh, let's say his church um, his church mm. album that he has. Church is not bad. It, it's good. I saw his, I actually watched his live stream performance at like that, that house of God or whatever it is. House of Christians. I don't know. House of weirdos. Whoa. It was a nice performance.
0: What? (laughs) I'm just saying, whoa.
1: Oh, come on, Matt. (laughs) I'm
0: just saying, just drop
1: it. Drop the album, Kanye. We'll keep dropping episodes, but until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode.
0: Stay safe, everyone.